Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. We exist to connect, equip, and send you into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God on the earth. To learn more about us, please visit kingdomcommunity.global. We look forward to hearing from you. Everyone, welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. My name is Glenn Blakeney. My guest today is Susan Fleming. She is a business alignment therapist. She specializes in teaching burned out leaders how to ditch the hustle and operate from the rest of God. I know you're going to really enjoy this interview. Hi there, Susan. Welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. Would you just take a moment and tell our audience about yourself? And in particular, very curious to know, what is a business alignment therapist? Yes. Hey, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just honored to be in the community today. Uh, A little bit about me. I'm married. I have uh, two teenage boys in the house right now. So y'all, y'all pray for me. (laughs) Uh, I am in Georgia in case you hear the accent. That's where I'm at. I've got that, that Southern draw and, um, and something, you know, unique to, to my family that people always find interesting is that our cat's name is Peter Parker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) he came with the name, everybody in that litter, we found out had like superhero names. (laughs) So we got Spider-Man out of the deal. It's been a a good deal. So, (laughs) um, but a business alignment therapist is interesting how that came about and, and what it means. Um, it's really a twofold concept in that I am a licensed therapist and I'm also working with business owners. And so the alignment part comes from, first of all, being internally aligned. We have to work on your internal game first. So getting that alignment, spirit, soul, and body. And then the second part of that is the external and how you align with your business assignment. Because one of the things that Um, the Lord has shown me is that each business has its own unique assignment and that can be income influence or impact. And so we've got to get in alignment with our business assignment as well. But when I work with clients, typically we start from the inside out and work on that internal game first. So that's what that's about. Okay. That's cool. First time I've heard that term, of course, but that's awesome. All right. So today we want to talk about something that's really dear to your heart, obviously, something that's changed your life. And that is really coming to a place of partnership with the Lord. So what was it like your life prior to understanding what it means to partner with the Lord? Mm. I worked for the Lord. Right. There's a big difference in working for and working with. And for me, it was all about performance. I didn't realize it at the time, but it was really just working for uh, approval, thinking I needed to earn things as if God hadn't already given everything. I didn't really understand partnership or union or what it meant to co-labor or how you do that. I didn't have any any grid for that. So the before part for me in working for the Lord was really just about striving and making things happen in my own strength. I had so much anxiety and 
depression. It turned into many years of depressive episodes because what happens is, you know, when you're in that striving and you don't meet whatever that expectation is that you've set, then there's disappointment. And all that disappointment just keeps coming in and keeps piling up. And so it, it, it turned into depression, right? Disappointment and, and hopelessness go right hand in hand. And so it was it was really just a, a dark time, many years of just thinking I was, again, just thinking I was doing things for the Lord and then blaming him when it didn't work out. I'm like, God, I'm doing this for you. Why isn't it working? Why isn't my business going anywhere? You know, and everything was just, just not sustainable. And so in that striving, coming to this place of just burning out and my body giving out and, and not being able to, to continue. So it, it was just really a dark, dark times. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. Um, you know, obviously, and you just said it so so well, there's a big difference between working for the Lord and working with the Lord. And I love there's a scripture in Mark 16, verse 20, that talks about how they went out and they were preaching the gospel, mm -hmm. the apostles. But it says the Lord was working with them and he was confirming, you know, what they mm -hmm. were doing. And what um, an amazing difference that makes, you know, when you move from a place where you're trying to validate and and do things where you just do it and the Lord works with you and he validates and verifies, mm -hmm. and you know, even bears witness. So obviously you came to that place where you recognize this is not working. You're depressed, you're, you're burning out and you're dealing with all that. Um, what happened to help you really make that shift? Was there uh, an angel that came and visited you? Did, did you have someone <laughs> share something from the word? I mean, what, what was the catalyst for the change in your life? Yeah. You know, it was just this, I had come to the end of myself and it, something had to change. And so I was searching for something, um, knowing that something had to be different and, you know, being a therapist, I was, already in that world. I was used to that. I had been in therapy for years and I'm like, okay, that didn't help me. <laughs> I had been in therapy for over 20 years and was still wow. dealing with the same issues wow. and everything just compounding on itself. And when I got into business, it was just, it just amplified everything that was not working well. And so just in crying out to the Lord and saying, I'm, I, I can't do this. I don't know what else to do, but I can't do this. Like I'm not going to make it. And, um, I had a friend at that time who started talking to me about this mentorship program that she was doing. And I'm like, I don't, okay. I don't even understand what you're talking about, but I can tell it's something so different. I I'll just, I'll try it. <laughs> And I knew her well enough to know that she had a relationship with the Lord that I, I didn't understand. And it was so much mm. deeper than I had ever imagined mm. that relationship could be like. And so I saw that difference in her and I was like, I don't really understand the language you're using. I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'm going to say yes. And I'm just going to go all in because 
what harm can it do? I already felt like, you know, I'm, I'm at the bottom. <laughs> it can't get any worse. So, um, so I went into that mentorship program with her and she just, wow. Um, the Lord had moved so powerfully in her life and teaching her about union and rest and partnership. And that's what she started teaching me. And so going on that journey with her and the Lord was really the thing that just changed my life. Just having encounters with him in ways that I, I didn't know were possible. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Now I want to take a deeper dive into that topic in terms of union partnership, but I know a lot of people as followers of Jesus, um, we find ourselves in this trap at times where we're really motivated from a performance orientation. We operate from that performance orientation, you know, rather than knowing we're accepted by God, we, we're kind of striving, right? And the Bible talks about be still, know I'm the Lord. I think it's new American says, stop striving and know I'm God. What, what, um, why is it so important that we not operate from a place of performance? And I mean, how do you know if you are operating from a place of performance? Because I think sometimes it's very subtle to detect. Hmm. Yeah. And it's really, really all about motive. Hmm. Because even like I said, for me, even in saying I'm working for the Lord, I didn't recognize the underlying motive of that, though, was fear, right? I was so afraid of disappointing him, of getting things wrong, of not doing everything perfectly. I had, I mean, I lived in perfectionism, (laughs) you know, my whole life was just about seeking that approval. And I didn't realize I was wanting approval from the Lord. I didn't understand I already had that acceptance, Okay. And so it can be really tricky sometimes to to figure out what's going on, because in your mind, you're thinking, or at least for me, I was thinking I'm doing this for God. Right. Like, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And so it was really subtle. But the danger there in the striving is that, you know, we've got to go back to the garden and look at the two trees. Uh-huh. And when we look at the tree of life in the tree of knowledge, right? The striving is from the tree of knowledge. And what really blew my mind when I had this revelation that that tree produces one fruit. It doesn't produce good fruit and bad fruit, right? It produces one that contains both. So if we're in the striving and we're producing fruit, from that tree of knowledge, then it still has evil in it, Hmm. right? It's not bringing life to the people that you're trying to help or to you or or whatever, you know, you're involved in. So we've got to be operating from that place of partnership to be uh, producing that fruit from the tree of life because we're, we are to be life giving spirit. Hmm. Right. And so in striving, you can't operate in the spirit and in striving at the same time. So it can be really dangerous in that we think we're doing a good thing, but all we're giving people is death instead of life. Wow. 
Well, it sounds like a, a counterfeit um, yeah. re- religion versus relationship. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit mm. more about the whole thing about just union, you know, use that word. I love that term, by the way. Um, in fact, when the Bible talks about unity, just putting this out here for those who are listening, watching this podcast, um, in the original languages, both in the Old Testament, and the New Testament it really means oneness. The word unity is, is something, obviously it's an English term, but it really doesn't adequately convey the concept of oneness. So what is union with the Lord and how is that a game changer for us for our Mm. lives yeah Mm. union is just uh (laughs) union is everything and how do you even describe it's it's an entanglement wow right where jesus talks about in john 15 the vine and the branch and we see this whole this this phrase throughout several chapters in John of like 14 to 17, he's talking about, I am in you and you are in me and I'm in the father. Right. And so it's, it's, it's union is the oneness of being so entangled that you don't see where you end and he begins. And it's, it's knowing that, you know, I am seated with him in heavenly places, but he's also inside of me. Right. It's it's just this such an entanglement. I don't know how to describe it, that it's not. Um, I think a lot of times we think of partnership or um, co-laboring as like, oh, we're arm in arm. We're doing things together. But it's so much more intimate than two separate people coming together. Right. And it's it's even more intimate than than husband and wife coming together. It's just this this oneness. You are one together just as Jesus and the Father are one. And the Trinity we see is is three distinct persons, but it's in one, right? And we are part of that. In in that awareness of our oneness, we are part of the Trinity. So it's I mean, it's everything. It's a it's a level of intimacy that you can't have by, you know, keeping God at arm's length or thinking that he's, you know, up there in the sky somewhere, right? It's, it's so personal yeah. and, and just, just intimate. It's, it's an intimate relationship. Our journey as Christ's followers is a lifelong process of revelation, renewal, recovery, and refocus. Our responsibility is not to discover our purpose or fulfill our destiny, but rather to join God on the journey, allowing Him to shape destiny into our lives. As we stay the course and align ourselves with what He is doing, our life becomes vibrant, deeply significant, and full of purpose. The Kingdom Community has developed a process that will help you move the needle. It's called On Track, and you can sign up now by visiting kingdomcommunity.global. On TRAC is a prophetic life-shaping process with clear objectives. One, transform you into the person God has created you to be. Two, empower you to fulfill your ultimate assignment in advancing the kingdom of God. Three, ensure you to finish well and leaving a lasting legacy. On Track consists of assessments, personal coaching, mastermind sessions, and the formulation of a customized plan 
to help you live out your full potential in Christ and completing His kingdom assignment for your life. Head over to kingdomcommunity.global to sign up for On Track today. Again, the website is kingdomcommunity.global. So Susan, how do you equip leaders? I know that's what you're extensively involved in, but to multiply life and life is an acronym L-I-F-E without um, burning out in the process. What, what is actually, uh, what's that look like? Yeah. So that acronym of life is legacy, impact, freedom, and energy. And it's from that place of oneness and union with the Lord that you're multiplying, right? It, it goes beyond, you know, the scripture that that talks about um, the Lord multiplying what's in your hand, right? It, it goes beyond that because you're in partnership with him. And so you're drawing on his energy and it's it's bigger than you so you're leaving legacy right and advancing the kingdom through that legacy and having more of an impact than you could ever have by yourself we we talk a lot about you know kingdom collaboration and there not being competition but that we're all one body and working together and then the freedom piece is just through your business having the freedom that a lot of us have become an entrepreneur for, right? We wanted the freedom, the time freedom, the financial freedom, maybe location freedom, you know, whatever that freedom means to you, that's what we can go after. But again, it starts all with the internal. So breaking those internal chains and having that freedom of knowing who you are in Christ and that awareness of oneness and how you operate from that place and that, you know, just transforms you from the inside out. And then that overflows to your business and your family, your community. And it just, just keeps going and going. Yeah. And that's so good. And I was going to ask you about that in terms of, you know, someone who maybe has been raised in a particular paradigm that could be in the world or even in the church, raised in the church where they just kind of always been the pressure. Well, you got to you know, you got to keep doing, you got to keep doing, you got to keep trying, you know, you're, you're aspiring, you're, you're pushing for more and more. You want to, you want to please the Lord. You don't want to disappoint him, which is true. But I mean, for those who say, I, I just want to move into that place of rest. I mean, Jesus said, I do always those things that please him. Um, What would you say to them in, in terms of the actual steps that that they need to take maybe to move into that place. Yeah. Yeah. The very first thing I tell anybody ever, whether you ever work with me or not, the first thing that you need to do is just spending time with Jesus. Hmm. And it's not, it's not, you know, I used to, even that, even in spending time with him, I made it into a list. I had a checkoff list, right? You've got to read your Bible for, you know, an hour and you've got to pray for 30 minutes. And, you you know, I made it into this 
tradition or religion or, you know, ritualistic kind of thing. Like I've got to do all these things and check off these things on my list and then God will be happy with me and then he'll bless me and then he will whatever. And so I want to be clear about when I say just spending time with him, it's really, again, just cultivating that intimacy. So there doesn't have, you don't have to read your Bible. I'm not saying don't, but just when you're starting this process for me, it looked like I got still, I got quiet. I sat on my bedroom floor and I just closed my eyes and I said, I'm here. And I invited him to come sit with me. And, and it was just in that, you know, looking in his eyes and receiving love and what I realized in that is I didn't know how to receive. And I was so afraid of being that vulnerable with the Lord. That's why I was performing, mm-hmm. right? I didn't want to be vulnerable with him. And I didn't really, I didn't really trust him, mm-hmm. right? If we don't trust, then we're not going to feel safe to be that vulnerable. Yeah. So for me, it was this process of learning to just receive that love from him was the very first step because he is love, right? So if you're receiving love, you're receiving him and just allowing him to be himself, right? A lot of times we we think in terms of like, well, I don't want to be that vulnerable. Well, he's being vulnerable with us too, yeah. you know, and, and just cultivating that relationship of just spending time together with no no expectation, right? I didn't go into it with, okay, here's all my list of things I want to talk about or that need to be dealt with. Um, But just, just sitting there and waiting and saying, I, I just want to be with you. And it was just, that really started the journey that changed my life really in that, that daily just spending time, increasing the time that I spent. And every day would be different. Every day he would show me something different and new. And I just let go of all the the shoulds, right? And all the checklists. And, and, and it's not about praying for a certain amount of time or reading my Bible a certain, yeah. you know, and, and but just being with him. Yeah, that's so good. And, you know, I know, when I first came to the Lord, one of the things that totally had no idea, you know, I was, I was just totally just motivated by wanting to be accepted, performance orientation, all that stuff, you know, just because of my childhood and my dad not being there for me. But um, I can say that there came a point in my walk with the Lord where I began to understand that the Lord just wants me to spend time with him, to get to know him. And it wasn't about spending an hour or two hours or however long every day. It was just spending time with him. And it seems when you study history, great men and women of God that were really effective from him, they all came to this revelation of union with him. And often it was out of John 15, you know, abiding or use the word remaining. Um, and, and that brings change. But I really love what you're saying because you're, you're really dealing with an aspect here that isn't about, you know, you've got to spend this much time praying every day or whatever, but it's all about getting to know him more and cultivating that union intimacy with him. And then out of that, 
partnership. Um, so in a sense, Susan, would I be correct? I mean, not amiss at least to say that this whole idea of, of union with God is really a restoration of what you mentioned earlier, going mm -hmm. back to the garden. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely going back to original intents. Mm. You know, we were created for relationship with him. We were already in him. He didn't have to take us out. Right. But he did because it created this other layer of reciprocal relationship. You know, he already has everything he's got. Right. He doesn't need us. He right. wants us. <laughs> yeah. And I just love the freedom in there's no obligation. Right. He doesn't place any any obligation or any pressure on us to right. to, to be with him, to love him back, to do anything. Yeah. He he gave us free will to make that own choice for ourselves. And that's that's the beauty of just the love, the love that he has, that he would allow us that choice. And so for me, that's been the best thing is in just releasing that obligation, right? Releasing the checklist, releasing any kind of should or pressure and um, choosing, you know, that's the most powerful thing we have is our choice to wow. say yes to God. Yes, I want to be in intimate relationship with you and I want to be in partnership with you and I want to do your will and I want to see your kingdom on the earth. And, you know, just our agreement with him is everything. Yeah. So good. And it's really living from heaven to earth. And mm -hmm. let's just talk a little bit about that. I mean, people want to connect yeah. with you. Um, how do they do that? I mean, there's so many people out there that really could benefit from your resources. I mean, business alignment therapist, um, heaven to earth, LLC.com is your website. And I'm saying that for those on the podcast as well, heaven to earth, heaven, T O earth, LLC.com. But, um, through your website, but specifically people connect with you. What, what, um, what do you offer? What value do you offer to them? Yeah. So the website is like the main hub for everything, mm. you know, everything branches out from there. So from there you can get to my YouTube channel, you can get to my podcast, you can get to my blog, you can um, look at other free resources that I've got on there. You can um, just connect with me if you want to send me a message or if you want to look at getting into mentorship with me literally everything is there on that site. So <laughs> that's the best place to go and take a look around, click on everything and uh, yeah, just connect with me there. Yeah. And you also were the co-author of a book called just say no 14 mm -hmm. transformational keys to set healthy boundaries in business and relationships. And uh, can you just in, in closing, just tell everybody a little bit about that. I mean, that's an intriguing concept and so mm. uh, so necessary today. 
Yeah. So the book, um, the co-authorship. So what happened? It, it's 14 keys because there were 14 of us and each one oh, wrote okay. a chapter. Yeah. So my chapter was really about the boundaries of, of business and in my story of coming to this place of learning how to work from rest instead of working from striving. So, um, it does give the background of my story. It also just gives you those practical steps of how to, like I was telling you, how to just spend that time with him. It kind of breaks it down a little bit more into what that looks like. So, yeah, it's a really interesting book because you get all the different perspectives from um, all 14 different kingdom women. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah, so good. Well, my guest has been Susan Fleming, everyone, and uh, she is actually what I mentioned earlier. Are you ready for this? A business alignment therapist living from heaven to earth. A lot of great revelation. Guys, just go over to her website, heaven to earth, LLC.com to connect with her. Susan, thank you so much for being with us on the Kingdom Community Show. We really appreciate you and uh, I'm glad we were able to make this connection. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's really been my honor. Thanks for joining us today at the kingdom community. We trust that you are encouraged as a result of spending time with us. We exist to connect, equip, and send you out into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. To learn more about the kingdom community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better.